Welcome, welcome, welcome. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome. All right. This your man, Where's Taylor? It's your girl, Melody Taylor. <laughs> and welcome to another episode of Real Life, Real Love, Real Family. We're in episode number four. Yes, the podcast where we give it to you real. Yes, this is real. Can I tell them what, what was real that just happened? Yeah, what you mean? Like, we can go over what just happened when we tried to record our podcast, <laughs> no, if that's what you're referring what you to. <laughs> anyway, but um, this is episode number four. Again, we're in the series, 10 Indicators That You May Be Wasting Time in Your Relationship. And that yes. doesn't mean just leave right away. That means to open up, be open for a conversation. Absolutely. Week one, we talked about your significant other constantly violating your non-negotiables. Week two, we talked about if your significant other lacks future or goal talk. Week three, we talked about he's not Uh, actively pursuing you. He's not actively pursuing you. Yes. Right. And now that leads us to today. Okay. And today is all about there are too many secrets. Too many secrets. Too many secrets. All right. So, again... Oh, well, I know you had a lot of thoughts on, on this, so I'll let you kind of dig in first to to what does that mean when we're saying too many secrets, what is the outcome, what is the good, bad, the ugly, what what are you saying? So I get the privilege of speaking first. Oh, my first. God. You're just oh, my move. gosh. Oh my. I need to relish in oh this time. This is, this is. I would like to thank all of the little people you, who allowed see, me. This oh, is why. Sorry. This sorry. is why. Okay, focus. you waste time on. Focus. So, too many secrets. What do you mean? Like, what kind of secrets are we talking about? Well, <laughs> freaking double I can go back into my Rolodex and we'll just say based on stories and relationships that I heard about, okay, these are things that possibly happened in those relationships that, you know, were very secretive and may have caused some issues. Like, if your significant other um, basically is attached to their phone, like they are constantly locking it or coveting their phone, Mm -hmm. not allowing you access to their phone, that's a secret. Right. Or... If they have quiet conversations in other rooms when their phone rings or y'all are in the same room when he, he or she answers the phone, but then right. they mysteriously end up in right. another room. Or like when no one is around you, you say, baby, I love you. But now. <laughs> really? <laughs> Destiny's Child? That's what we're doing right now. <laughs> say my name. Say my name. Anyway. Yeah. Or, like, if you have dated a person for a while, but they won't take you to meet their family and friends. Right. And when I say a while, that's not, like, a month. Let's say a year. A year or two, yeah. Or two. Like, really, if you haven't met your significant other's close family or friends in 12 months, you might want to think that over. Like. They got some big stuff to hide. Or the last thing that kind of came to my mind is if your significant other now, and this one can be controversial, if they won't provide access to their Facebook or email or Instagram or you, whatever social media you want to identify, you can insert there. Now, when I say provide access, that doesn't mean that 
I need you to give me all your passwords and I'm getting in at any given moment. That's what I was going to ask. Like, so this, mm-hmm. does this mean that you're being insecure in a relationship if I'm not willing to give access to all of these things? Oh, it very well possibly could. Now, we need to also get to the root of that because where has that insecurity, where does it stem from? Right. A lot of times it stems from previous relationships, but it could also stem from your current relationship and some of the behaviors that are happening that have mm-hmm. caused you to question that person. Mm, so secrets bring about insecurity secrets bring about insecurity 100 percent. especially when you have a person who um i'll just speak for myself you know i had many broken relationships knowing that i had many broken relationships with many to put it nicely frogs we'll put it that way i had many frogs in my past i don't get it what do you mean frogs well, because the princess oh my the god, oh my frog, god, and he turned into a prince. Like you turned into my prince, but there are still some some back there that I, I were frogs. Came to you, a prince. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> just go, just go, just go. But anyway, <laughs> what I'm saying is that created a lot of insecurities within me. Right. You know, things that you had no no part in, things right. that um, didn't even matter to you, but. It did create a lot of insecurities in me. And ultimately, I brought that into my relationship. So I'm coming in with baggage. And my behavior also validated what you had already. Exactly. And that's what I was going to say. I'm Mm -hmm. coming in with baggage. Mm -hmm. So you got to know that when I come in, I'm already looking. It's like a self-fulfilling prophecy. I'm already looking for the flaw because I've had so many flawed individuals. Now, is this your fault if you get hurt that you're looking? I'm just playing devil advocate here. All right. But is this your your fault if you get hurt, if you look and find something? Is that now the whoever's in the relationship, the person that is looking, is it their fault? Like, because you went looking, you didn't have to go look. If things are well, then why are you looking for something bad? If things were well, I wouldn't find anything bad. I think mm. that... <laughs> that was good. I think that... In essence, though, a part of it is, <gasps> is that Wait, person's hold fault. Hold on, babe. Let me just gonna stop. That was that was that was actually really good. Can you say that line again? I mean, if things were good, I wouldn't find anything bad. That's that's that was a really so the fact good, that I found something. That means things were fake, pretty much. Pretty much. Okay. All right. And then you didn't have a foundation. There was no security. Oh, okay. Keep going though. That was really good. Babe. Pretty much. But I've been doing um, a lot of just research into, you know, the words that we speak and, and just the energy that we put forth in life and learning that um, if you are looking, you're going to find. Absolutely. And so... In essence, yes, that person is responsible as well for mm-hmm. finding those things. That mm-hmm. person isn't responsible for the choices that their significant other made, though. Right. But they are responsible for finding those things in the manner that they did because they came in with this idea that it was already going to happen. Right. So we put, like, whatever our thoughts, we live out our thoughts. Right. Our thoughts turn into action. Right. And so, and whatever we are actively doing we're basically calling into our life. So what we put out is what we get back. Does right. that make sense? It makes complete it sense. It makes complete sense. Yeah. So if I'm looking and seeking and feeling betrayed and cheated on and insecure, then that's what's going to be called into my life. Right, right. So it, it's almost like a self-fulfilling prophecy. I mean, that's that's what it is. I, I spoke it and it happened. And right, right, right. And I, But I, I think in, in that still, though, um, 
if you're looking and pursuing and and because you're feeling insecure then that doesn't mean that it has to to happen um because mm-hmm. you feel that way that again like you said that that's coming from past relationships i think um as like let's just use us for example as your husband uh like we talked about in the past podcast it's it's part of my job to help with that um security like that's i feel like right. in a relationship that's something that that I want to do and to help you be able to build that confidence in yourself as well. Although it's self-confidence, mm-hmm. I still have part in that. And so I feel like if secrets are, are part of the relationship, then it furthers the stereotype. It furthers the insecurity. It furthers um, having you think that, you know, what am I really hiding? Mm-hmm. And so listen, if there are secrets in your relationship, let me tell you what, what I feel like happens it literally stops the building process. Absolutely. It stops it completely. You are not able to build. One, you, the keeping the secrets, you may be able to build because mm-hmm. you're building on a lie, but the other person will not be able to build because they're going into it with doubt already. So I guarantee you the first time something happened, that little foundation that you think you have built, it will crumble very easily because now that other person like, boom, I've, I've, I I knew it. And not, not only that, but in the process of pursuing and building the other person that's in doubt or that wants to know your secrets and all of that stuff, they're going into it waiting waiting for something to happen so you never really get all of them you never really get Mm -hmm. them fully invested because they're looking at you like man i'm just what is it what is it just you know what what, too good to be true it's too good to be true and and so when we don't when we don't do what we're supposed to do for our significant other and and kind of reveal um our secrets or that's that's part of the building process but i think in order for you to be willing to to really release your secrets, there has to be some trust that is built. Absolutely. I'm not. I'm not just gonna. I mean, we did ours a little different because uh, well, we didn't reveal everything, I guess. But right. like first night, uh, we four or five hour conversation, like just kind of revealing a bunch of stuff. Well, but like you, these are not a. This is not a typical first. You had already first. stalked me and gathered information oh that wasn't God. given to oh you by God. me. You're bringing this into every so podcast being now. that you had already stalked me and had that information, mm-hmm. I had no choice but to present mm-hmm. all of the oh the skeletons goodness. in my closet because you had already done your <laughs> stalking search. <laughs> but one thing that I will say is. Uh, as you were talking and, and you were kind of talking about how the relationship is one person in the relationship is definitely able to build. I think I would challenge you a little bit on that and mm-hmm. say that both people are able to build. Um, and the only reason why I mm-hmm. say this is because, you know, I like my TV. I watch quite a bit and I've watched my fair share of Lifetime movies. All right. There have been so many Lifetime movies where a relationship was built completely on a lie come to find out the person was a serial killer a stalker a a whatever but at the end of the day this person was just completely blindsided because they thought that they had this person that they had no idea about i think that's a little different though because if um if lifetime we're talking about a person going into the relationship oblivious to to everything right so they're not even like having doubt or pursuing some type of like oh is there a secret they're just going through life like man 
my relationship is just this perfect. Well, not I'm everybody ta- has has I, doubt, baby. And I'm talking about, but that's what I'm talking about. In a relationship, it's going to be hard for the other person to build. The person that has doubt, the mm-hmm. person that is not getting answers to their questions and answers to those secrets. I'm. Let me speak for me personally. I'm not going to be able to build because I'm moving forward with doubt. So what are we what am I building on if I if I'm every move that we're making I cannot think that this is going to be a last I'm waiting for the ball to drop. Mm-hmm. I'm waiting for you to tell me one day that you have you know you are really married and you got two other kids so I'm waiting for you know to find the messages i'm waiting for all of these things when we can really just have the conversation it's different when a person is going into the relationship and they're not they don't have any doubt and they're just like and then they get blindsided later i feel like that's different because they weren't you know they can build on that and they think they're building a building a solid foundation Mm -hmm. they're pursuing their 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 dreaming they're setting goals all of those things because they don't have that doubt I'm talking about if you are in a relationship and you are doubting your significant other mm-hmm. and you feel like that significant other is keeping secrets from you, it's going to be hard for you to build. Now, what I would challenge you on is that I don't think that doubt and, and those secrets have to happen in the beginning. I think that in the beginning, especially in the honeymoon phase, people invest a lot of time to making that other person feel secure right. and to making them to trust them and feel like they are genuinely who they say they are. So I could very well see I'm I'm naturally a cautious person. So right. I'm going in like, mm, I believe it when I see it, you right. know, but I could genuinely see me coming in with the I can believe it when I see it. And, you know, six months in, it's like, man, he's shown me that he's perfect. He's great. Everything right. is good. I have no suspicions whatsoever. But then all of a sudden, I just happen to notice that, well, man, every time he goes to the bathroom, he takes his cell phone with him. Mm-hmm. What What is that all about? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, every time he's on Facebook and I walk up, he immediately logs off. What's mm-hmm. that all about? Right, right. You know, those things can happen into the relationship. So that's all I'm trying. I'm just saying, you know, it, it may not be a situation where they're oblivious. It's just I'm just living life and I'm trusting you right where you are. Like. I constantly say I believe people as far as I can throw them. Right. Like that's And so it's like I trust you as far as I can throw you. So, you know, you lose a little weight. I can throw you a little further. I trust you a little <laughs> further. We can move on that way. But, you know, that's just me being a cautious person. That's who I am. I, I'm not very, you know, and you wouldn't believe that as I'm doing a podcast and really just letting y'all back in all of my business. Right. But I really am a more closed person, more of an introvert and just not one to really let people into my backstage. Right, right, right. No, I get it. And so, yes, um but the basis of it of it all is that, you know, keeping these secrets, having these secrets uh is is really detrimental to the relationship and the fact that that you're building a lie. Um it's fake. And then I also think about the person that is keeping the secret. Mm-hmm. Um what type of person they are. I know me like to to keep a secret like I'm literally going to uh I'm I'm going to be dreaming about it. I'm going to be thinking about it constantly. It's it's hard for me to to hold those type of things up in, you know in but I also think about like what type of mindset are they in? Where they're living this lie or they're not wanting to reveal. And why aren't they willing to start to reveal some secrets? I feel like 
revealing secrets start to show the other person you know what i trust you mm-hmm. and when you have trust you can build a great foundation in the relationship and so the fact that you know this person is not willing to reveal it's like why right what what are the reasons the why key. and so i want to say that you know it, it may not be a negative thing that the um the person that is not re- revealing secret it doesn't necessarily mean that they're cheating or anything like that it could also mean that they just don't trust you and that's what i was going to get into like what does that even what does that what does that mean or what should the other person who is is not you know being given the information how should they take that right right i think but if you you can go two ways two ways with it you can go to um, I'm mad at you. I'm frustrated at you. You're cheating. What What am I gonna mm-hmm. find? What am I gonna do? You can go that route, which would then put that person on the defense and really close off. Um, especially if it's not true, then that's really going to be like, oh, this is why. See, this is why I don't tell you anything. Right. But it's, or you can go the route of having a conversation and saying, hey, listen, I'm really feeling. I'm feeling like you don't trust me or I'm feeling like you're you're keeping some things from me. These are some things that I noticed. Right. Um, you know, when you do this or I notice that you you know, you always take your phone with you or or that, you know, I, I'm willing to give you my phone passcode and you're not willing to do the same. And I'm not saying you're doing anything, but I, I just wanna know what that's about. I think that's conversation should be had. Um, to really understand what's going on in that, the mind of the person that's keeping the secrets. Absolutely. You know, there was a prophetess. Okay. Her name is Lauren Hill. Oh, my God. And she said... Oh, my God. Every day, people lie to God. Uh-huh. So, what makes you think they won't lie to you? Right, right. That's, like, 100. Right. Every day, people lie to the person who can see everything. Right. And knows everything. So what in the world makes you think that they won't lie to you, right? Right. But in a relationship, I need you to be as transparent as you are able to as as that point in your relationship will allow. So going back to our relationship. So early on, yes, we had a lot of conversation. But as you mentioned, there were things that we didn't divulge. Now, why didn't we divulge those things right away? We hadn't built the trust up yet. Hadn't built the trust. But as time progressed, as that trust was built, those things were able to come out. Now, did you feel some type of way when I come to you later on and say, hey, guess what? I'm sorry this did I feel some type of way? Absolutely. When you came to me and said, hey, guess what? I'm sorry this. Absolutely. Yeah. But imagine if everything had been boxed right. up until that point. You know what I'm saying? Right. If, if I didn't let anything out up until that point. Right. That would honestly be the end of that relationship because there's no way. Like, you're you're a con man. I think, but but we also have to understand, I think some things that could be harmful to the other person should be revealed absolutely right away like if you have you know some type of std or anything like that absolutely. These, these conversations should be had the problem with secrets is that we feel like we want to make the decision for the other person mm, that was good and we want to like well i can't keep i'm gonna keep this from you because you you're not ready for you're gonna it. leave me you're, or you're gonna leave me you're trying to control my mm-hmm. decision mm-hmm. when in actuality if we're going to build together 
then you got to give me the opportunity to say, mm-hmm. I either want to move forward and see you grow through this or yes. be a part of this with you or I don't. And you need to be okay with that because to to have me go on in a relationship under false pretense where I'm thinking, oh, you know, things are going so well. And then later to later reveal these things to me, mm-hmm. like, you know, when I'm already I'm six months in, I'm a year in, I'm two years in, I'm three years in. It's like, oh, my God. Like now I have a a decision to make. I either feel like man i just wasted three years and i'm out or okay now i gotta pursue this i gotta continue going with the relationship mad right and feeling like i was just betrayed and now i got and now you bring a whole disconnect into your relationship that should have been already dealt with well you just exposed the the mistrust in the relationship so even if i choose to stick around in that relationship i now can't trust you at all right so if you think that your lie created this blissful scenario in the beginning. I'm telling you moving forward, that is not the case at all. Like moving forward, I don't trust you. I don't trust nothing about you. Now I'm seeking out things more often because I really think that you're still lying to me. Without trust, a relationship will not last. And the only way to build that trust is transparency. The only way to do that is to have opus, 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 Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. open, honest, Real, you know, that was a new word, opus. Yeah, opus. We yeah, like get that in the dictionary. I like that. Uh, mm-hmm. But open and honest, real conversation. Like, yeah. that's the only way to do that. Yeah. To now, to tie it back into previous podcasts. Oh, my goodness. That's where those conversations like future, future talk future. comes yep. in. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's Y'all where. Y'all see how we connecting all this that? stuff real quick? You see, you that? see that? He's like, okay. Yeah. 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 That's where those conversations about non negotiables. All non-negotiables have a history. Right. Absolutely. I agree. agree. You know, something built that not as a non-negotiable in your life. Right. Right. You know, I have, um, we we talked about non-negotiables before, but just to kind of talk about, you know, things like, I I, I don't want to be with a person who's an alcoholic or a drug addict. Right. Now, that's huge, right? Right. Why are those non-negotiables for us? We grew up in households that battled addiction. Yes. Alcoholism, drug addiction. And we know how that looks. We know what it looks like for kids and for adults. We don't want no parts of that. Exactly. And so to tie that back into this podcast, it's like, if that's a, like, so... If that's a secret that you have, then we need to talk about that. All right. And I should be I should have the privilege to say, like, I don't want to move forward. Like, for instance, if you're saying I'm a recovering alcoholic, I'm not judging you not on, on that whatsoever. But I know I know that lifestyle. I know that struggle. And you have to give me the opportunity to to say, man, do I want to pursue this mm-hmm. with you or do I not? Because mm-hmm. I know the outcomes of the other side. Now you could be ten years strong, then then say that. Like you know, so you know, I'm recovering alcohol, I'm ten years in. It's like, oh, okay, okay, well, this you know, this not may not be something that we have to struggle with in, in our relationship. Okay, cool. But you if you're ninety days in the I was game, about to say though, it's it's just it's all dependent on the person because you could be ninety days strong and it's like, you know what? It depends on the situation and the person and and you know what what you're willing to invest right and what you're willing to prioritize that's what i'm saying there's fact but it cannot 
it, it can't start until we have the conversation Absolutely. to to reveal if cuz i'm i'm going to have some questions i may ask like you know okay well what are you what are you coping now how do you cope now mm-hmm. what about when we get into stressful situations <laughs> all of those things how do you handle those situations because i again we both know um mm-hmm. having uh mothers and and family members that pursue drugs and alcoholism we know the 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 looks of that so that's that for me if that's something that you know that happened in your life i want to know those things absolutely and it doesn't have to be first day but i definitely want to know that if we because i so here's the thing i think again we're talking about relationships again me being old school um i'm one that old school I'm old school, meaning you're younger than me. You're, but I'm school old school. Old. I'm old school in my thinking how I do. Like you're, you're with this new age. Oh, <laughs> this new age women can women proposing to men. No, like, I'm, I'm old school. The women's suffrage movement I'm, happened a long time ago. Well, you. we got rights. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm in agreement with with those rights. But I'm saying there's still some some things some. Some things that I want my son and my daughter to experience differently. Mm-hmm. So I don't want her to get down on one knee to to propose to. A I don't man. want her like, to either, but she can if she want to. No, I don't. But that's not that's not my desire. I want I want my son to have the privilege of knowing the honor of getting down on one knee and asking a young lady to be his wife. Uh, and then you guys sharing a last name, things like that. With the way so, society is going now, they gonna get married through text anyway. Right. Right. <laughs> right. But um, anyway, so what what I what I was saying was, I'm old school in the fact that you know our relationship is gonna start through conversation, um, mm-hmm. and and once we start defining the different levels or phases that we're in, that means the conversation should become different. Right. So maybe, you know, the first however long phase one is courting, we're getting to know surface things. Mm-hmm. But phase two is maybe we're going to we're about to in that phase, we're about to put a title on our relationship. Well, before we put a title on our relationship, I think that's when the serious things should definitely start to come out. Mm-hmm. Like you can hit me with all the, you know, the the yeah, you know whatever whatever surface thing this is what i want to do in five years this is where my last relationship didn't work out for this reason but once we get to that stage where we're about to put a title on it then i want to start hearing some serious things Mm -hmm. and we got to start revealing these secrets um also uh once we're in the relationship which is another phase then i want access to certain things and i've never you know been a check facebook messages or phones or anything that's never been me Mm -hmm. but i like to i like to have access if i want to Mm -hmm. i like to be able to like hey yo send me your password real quick i need to just you know whatever the case may be like i just sent an email to you but i need to i whatever the case i just sent a a video clip to you i need your password to get in there and i don't want to oh what you need my password for i'll get it when i get home yeah i don't need those type of conversations and so i'm needing you to trust me in that as well so yes, that's that's where I am with you know the conversations. I feel like they should happen in phases, mm-hmm. um, but I definitely think at some point secrets have to come out um, as the relationship continues. But the serious things they have to come out earlier than later. 
That's good. And I like the fact that you said that the conversation should happen in phases as opposed to actually putting a time frame on there. Because right. saying they need to happen in three to six months, like, eh, I don't agree with that. Right. But saying it needs to happen in phases is good. Another thing is, so now talking to maybe the person who has the secrets, so the person who is coveting the cell phone, the person who is, you know, having those secret conversations in the other room. You got some choices to make. Absolutely. Like, let's be real. Mm-hmm. It, we are in the day and age now where you can't be wasting folks' time. Right. That could be a, a life taken. That right. You know, that's real. Like, right. I've seen a lot of Lifetime movies. I'm just letting <laughs> you know. Right. Like, <laughs> I'm serious. And so you really have to get to the bottom of your choices and and figure out, okay, so whatever you're hiding is it worth losing your relationship over? Right. You know, I remember, and I didn't, I didn't run this past you um, mm-hmm. prior to starting this podcast. Okay. But right. you Maybe know, real life, real life. Real life. Real life. Okay. I remember early on in our relationship, my now husband, and actually, no, this was before you were my boyfriend, so mm-hmm. we were just hanging out. He would still talk to exes on the phone, mm-hmm. and getting off of the phone, he would say, "I love you." Mm-hmm. And now, at first. I was like, oh, really? You know, but he assured me that it meant nothing. Right. It was nothing going on. When I realized, like, oh, shoot, I'm catching feelings now. Like, I actually like him. I need to move around because this is something that I'm not comfortable with and I don't like it. He assured me, no, 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 no. I, I It's not like that. I don't, I don't love them like that. Now... That was something where he had a decision to make because he did still have feelings for his exes. He had a decision to make. Y'all see where he is, so he made the right one, but it was one in which if he made that other choice, like, that would have been okay because... He he was the one with the ball in his court, you know, at that time. I laid my stuff on the table like, this is what I'm not willing to accept and gave him the opportunity to choose one way or the other. Right. If you are that person who has those secrets, what is it, you know, why in your phone are you not able to let your significant other see these things, see this thing? There's also, and you know, technology today is just nuts. They also have like apps on your phone where you could hide pictures and that's too much. That's, that is team too much. I'm not doing none of that. But I I don't want to just bash the person that's having a secrets too. I also want to show some empathy mm-hmm. for them and the fact that, um, and just say to that person, uh, th- that has the significant other with the secrets. Again, I want to point out that you should have a conversation with them mm-hmm. because of the fact is we have to understand that they could be keeping the secrets because, um, maybe they got hurt before, mm-hmm. um, when they shared their, their secrets or when they started sharing their past, or maybe that person, that other significant other, used it against them. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe they feel like they're going to be judged. That's uh, good. Or maybe they don't want to relive certain things all over again. So we got to understand. Like I think everything has to start in relationship. We're, what we're trying to get people to do is start having conversations again. Yes. Uh, I think what with my wife and I, uh, we just talk about every single thing. Um, mm-hmm. Thoughts like I'm able to. You know, even come back and say, "Bang, man, I'm I'm struggling, having thoughts about this, or you know, sexually this, or whatever the case may be." I'm able to reveal those things and then not feel like I'm going to be judged or not feel like mm-hmm. you know I'm about to be questioned. Well, did you cheat and all this stuff? But really, 
understanding like okay i i understand where you are things there's like something that. more to that there's it's something not, more to that yeah. yeah and so i think we have to be um empathetic towards their situation as well from their vantage point and understand it from their uh point as well and so i would say like you were saying the person if you're having secrets and we just use basic things as far as secrets there could be so many other things mm-hmm. if you're having those you should start to hear this and say i need to have a conversation with my significant others mm-hmm. and start to say you know what i have been keeping some things from you um and i want to start revealing those things uh and this is what i need in order to be able to do that uh from you and for those person that's about to hear these secrets you need to make sure that you can provide you know what what is needed in order for them to move forward Mm -hmm. um and then understand that your reaction means everything at this point how you respond will will determine how revealing things to you happen later all right and if you're not if you don't respond correctly in this Best believe it's going to be a while before you get some other secrets revealed to you. Absolutely. Um, so that, that's that's key. If you're a person like me who is highly emotional, mm-hmm. I need you oh to know that when Oof. this information is revealed to you, Oof. your best bet is to not say anything at all and just say, okay, I need some time to process. Yeah. And you just move away from that situation. Yeah. And you can scream about it, you can cry about it, you can laugh about it. Like you can do it all just by your doggone self because like he said, that will determine all of your future reveals. Yeah, you know, absolutely. they're not going to bring you future stuff or they're going to pick and choose what stuff they bring you based on how you react in this situation. Absolutely. So as we recap, did you have any other points you wanted to? to? I didn't. Oh, okay, cool, cool. So as we recap, um, we just want to make sure to point out and then also, yo, comment on... You know, the YouTube, if you guys haven't gone to YouTube, youtube.com backslash words Taylor or youtube.com backslash just melody. Um, you can also see these podcasts on our website, uh, wordstaylor.com backslash podcast. We're going to be building a, um, a new site for the podcast and all that good stuff. But we would love to hear um, your comments, your thoughts uh, on the podcast. Do you agree? Do you disagree? What has been your experience with secrets in your relationship? Absolutely. How how did they come out? How how did you hear them? Did you do you believe you should reveal them right away or phases like we were saying? But um, to wrap up, what we're saying is secrets um, can definitely be uh, detrimental to your relationship because yes. um, it it doesn't provide the security that's needed. It doesn't provide the trust that's needed to move forward. And then you are not able to build a foundation. Just think like just a simple metaphor of you're building your foundation on sand. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't take much to just knock sand over. Mm-hmm. Um, a quick wave, a quick, you know. Hard kick, wind. Hard wind, whatever the case may be. Uh, your your foundation can easily be moved and that's not what you want in your relationship so you can build a strong foundation by having this conversation getting those secrets out and starting to build trust absolutely all right so this is your man words taylor your girl melody taylor and you just had another episode of real life real love real family let's get it <laughs>